<laughs> so stressful. We're like, Dylan was such a natural. He's just like, okay, in three. Welcome, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Giving You Everything. And guess what? Today is a special episode because we have a guest. She's one of my oldest friends. She can talk fashion for days. And she's giving you everything with some exceptions. Her name's Patricia. Welcome, Patricia, to the floor. (laughs) Hi, this is so exciting. I'm very excited to be here. Yay! Tell the people something about yourself. Well, like Manny said, I love fashion. Um, Definitely have gone on many shopping, online shopping sprees during quarantine. And I also love a good workout. I love eating. I can eat (laughs) soup noodles for days. And I'm very dramatic. Yeah, we're here for it. Yeah, we're here here for for the drama. Here for the tea, the gossip. That's right. And this is all perfect because today we have an action-packed episode all about our new segment, The The Here and Now, all about important world news and online shopping. We're going to cover how to sell, what to sell, and what we're buying. Anything you want to add? Yeah, just in time for summer. And The Here and Now is going to cover some new fashion launches. Oh, (laughs) is it ever? I guess, like, let's just launch into The Here and Now. I'm so excited. You recommended that we talk about Kim and Kanye now that Kim Ye is split in half. There's so much to talk about. I was getting a little like up to speed on Kanye's collab. Oh, with Gap? Yes. Yes. Would you like to set the scene? (laughs) Sure. Well, just to start off the collab, I think didn't start off great because when he signed his collab with Gap, it came out that Gap actually backed out of their collab with Telfar, who is a designer I absolutely like adore and support Mm -hmm. and so like when i heard about like the kanye gap and then the gap telfar collaborations i was kind of like oh gap come on like you (laughs) totally picked the wrong designer to go with but i was like okay i'll just wait i'll see what kanye comes out with and lo and behold he comes out with a puffer jacket this like neon blue puffer jacket in the middle of summer (laughs) you know it's june i don't know that we need a puffer jacket right now (laughs) and it kind of low-key looks like an ikea bag yeah i was just gonna say if an ikea bag (laughs) and like a trash bag had a child and you like stuffed it with some down the goose down yeah i think it's like polyester like like it's supposed to be recycled but they wouldn't confirm if it was actually recycled (laughs) i cannot confirm or deny yeah there are rumors that like it had sold out already Mm. but then you know gap is for everyone so it's actually a pre-order so they're doing like a pre-order for like six, it's like for a week. Mm-hmm. You can pre-order, you can order as many as you want. They haven't actually like produced any jackets. They're just taking pre-orders. So they, they'll know how much they have to make and then they'll make that amount. So this is like a Tesla situation where people are buying like imaginary cars. They're like, yeah, put me down for one of those model blah blahs whenever it comes out. <laughs> yeah, but it's also like a weird launch because... 
you know, normally there's like so much hype around it and like people scramble to like get it. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one is just kind of like, there's no limit to how many you can buy. Really? Yeah, so you can buy as many as you want, which I think is not like a bad thing because then I think, you know, it discourages the resale market. But I'm surprised because I feel like that's such a easy move where he would be like, no, no, one, one per person. These are so rare. Yeah, so I mean, I personally am not going to buy it, but I'm sure people are. <laughs> are you curious <laughs> about like what it feels like on your body? It looks very light. Right? I will say that. Like, it looks very light. It's also, it looks a little, like, cropped, a little short. Yes. It's got, like, a weird, like, bolero feel. Yeah. It's called, it's, yeah, it's called the round jacket because it's (laughs) round. The name is very obvious. I also just don't think that style looks very good on me. So I'm just, and it's also $200. (gasps) I know. Insane. So I, I think, like, it doesn't have any buttons. It doesn't even look like it has pockets. So no. just on like a functional standpoint and the, the price of it, it's it's a no for me. Yeah, it's checking no boxes. we should transition to our next point i don't like that wasn't a smooth transition but this is not a professional podcast <laughs> wait till we yeah. get a sponsor and then yeah. i'll like think yeah. about it yeah. a little you want to sponsor us after <laughs> yeah. maybe poshmark will sponsor us you know? i know wait not after all this trash i have to dish <laughs> kidding i'm new patricia have you sold anything on the internet before <laughs> Yes, I have. I've actually been using Poshmark since 2014, maybe end of 2013. When did it come out? I want to say like in the early 2000s. She's an OG, folks. I don't know. It was when I came back home from college Mm -hmm. and I just had so much stuff. And so my mom was like, you either have to organize it or you have to donate it. <laughs> I also watch a lot of YouTube videos and everyone was like, well, you can you can sell things on Poshmark and get money and it's eco-friendly and all these things. And I was like, yeah, why don't I give it a try? And so I sold a lot of like shoes and like dresses and jeans on Poshmark kind of in like 2014, 2015. And then I kind of hit a lull. And then a bunch of resale apps came out like Mercari and Depop. And then most recently, my sister got really into it because she was selling makeup. She was selling her clothes that she didn't want anymore. And she told me, she was like, you should get into this. And I had a good amount of workout clothes that I had acquired over quarantine and just didn't work out for me, pun intended. (laughs) Um, And so I was like, yeah, why don't I just try selling it? And it actually worked worked really well. I sell now on both Poshmark and Mercari. Ooh, she's double dipping. Yeah, and I think both ha- apps have their pros and cons. Okay, so you're new to this whole world of online sales. How do you sell? I mean, I could use some of these pointers because and I can't even figure out how the website works. <laughs> I recommend going through the app. I've never really? used the rest website. Really? Okay, this is 
pro tip, everybody, like, stop what you're doing, get a pen and pencil, or pen and pencil, get a pen and paper, <laughs> write this down. Or just, or just download it on your phone right now. Quicker, you know, go to that efficient. app store, yeah. I know, we're not endorsed by uh, Poshmark in any way, shape, or form either, but... Yeah, we don't have a discount <laughs> code, we don't get any commissions here, but... Um, one day. Yeah. We have to say, don't have one. Yet. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I recommend doing everything through the apps. It's so that you can list on multiple apps. Mm. You take the photo with your iPhone, or I'm like being biased because I have an iPhone, but on your (laughs) cell phone camera app and make sure it's on the square setting so everything is a square because then it's really easy Mm -hmm. to like load into all the apps and you don't have to retake photos. So you first want to take good photos, good lighting, you know, showing the color, if there's any marks, rips, stains, you know, make sure you kind of get a zoomed in shot of that and make it like very clear to potential buyers. Don't want to hide it from the yeah. people. No shady business yeah. here. No shady business. And then as for the description, I usually just put what I'm selling and it's it's pretty straightforward. Yeah. You know, it's like color, size, you know, what is it? If there's any issues with it, you know, I'm very upfront about it. And then the Mm. pricing is where, you know, you kind of need to work through it. You know, if you want to get rid of something, you just list it low. If you want to try to like make some money back, I recommend looking at the apps and see what has sold in that similar category. So I sold a Mm -hmm. lot of like Lululemon like shorts or leggings. And so I just kind of looked at how much Lululemon leggings were being sold on Poshmark and Mercari. And you don't want to look at the for sale ones. You want to look at the ones that have already sold. And you Mm -hmm. always want to mark it up a little bit higher because people are going to want to, you know, negotiate the price. So you always want to think about, okay, like what price am I okay selling this at at the end? And kind of go a couple dollars above that. Yeah, like have a Mm -hmm. buffer. Because I think like the other thing that I didn't know at all like I went into Poshmark blind is that obviously they take a little they shave a little bit off as a commission and that little bit's like a little high in my opinion (laughs) yeah (laughs) but you want to account for that too because like sometimes if you're really focused on like the flipping game and like trying to make a profit then like you really have to think about that when you put in your Mm -hmm. price And I think that like people, like you were saying too, like people really try and negotiate because they're looking for deals. Yeah. So on Poshmark, you will get people that will like lowball you. Like I was selling, mm. um, I'm selling like a brand new Lululemon sports bra and I listed it. I bought it for like $40 and I was listing mm-hmm. it for, you know, like 31 29 that range. And someone offered me $12 and I was like, absolutely not. You know, like you'll get those <laughs> all the time. And Mercari what? is a little bit better about lowballs because when you make an offer, you can say like what type of discount you want to put 
on that product. And I think the low, mm-hmm. the highest they go is like a 15% from whatever the seller is listing it for. Okay. So I feel like it, the control of that is much better. So I'll go through the pros and cons of both. Okay. So Poshmark Pros is um, shipping is very easy mm-hmm. because shipping you can use. Um, they do priority shipping. So it's like you can use the USPS like priority boxes that are free. Mm-hmm. And so you can go to the post office and then just like slap a shipping label on it. Nice. And it's it's very easy. Getting paid is like very similar for both of them. That's, that's what I will say is like the pro of Poshmark. Okay. Easy um, shipping. Yeah, the shipping is very easy. Macari, I think the pros are you probably will make a little bit more because Macari only takes 10% while Poshmark takes 20%. Ooh, double. Yeah, so you get a little bit more. The shipping is not free. The buyer has to pay for the shipping and it's the shipping is depending on the weight of whatever you're shipping. Oh no, that's a real trap. Yeah, so like shipping can get up to like $12, $15. <gasps> the buyer usually pays. Oh. But sometimes that can be a deal breaker um, if the shipping is too high. Yeah, I feel like you have to be really good at like not only math, but probability mm-hmm. <laughs> when you use Mercari. Like, what? Are the chances that this sale does not cover the shipping? Yeah. And you have to have your own packaging. So you can't use, like, the priority boxes from you. Really? Yeah. Why? Um, I don't know. So it's it's one of those things. But between me and my sister, we, we just bought, like, packing envelopes from, like, Amazon. Mm. And we reuse the boxes that, you know when we buy stuff and get shipped, you know, we reuse those boxes. So we have a we have a healthy supply of shipping <laughs> supplies between the two of us. Yeah, you're stocking that pipeline. <laughs> yeah. So I mean I've had I, I will say there are, you know, like hot items that sell very quickly. So like workout um items sell very quickly for some reason. I personally would not buy used workout clothes. Right? But you know like um, especially if they're like Lululemon, Gymshark sells very well on both. Really? Yeah, I sold almost all of my Gymshark stuff. Um, that wow. was one of the brands that just didn't really work for me. Really? Wait, tell me more. I need to know. Because I used to be like really into watching Whitney Simmons. Yes. And, she, you know, she's like all Gymshark all the time. And they are, the sets are really cute. But I feel like sometimes, you know, you see them on a certain body type and let me tell you, I don't have that certain body type. <laughs> yeah, the sets are really cute. And I totally got sucked in with like, you know, like the crop long sleeve and then the seamless mm-hmm. leggings. And they were, they're really cute. The leggings were okay. They're not super breathable. And they're like, the ones I got were really thick. And so like okay. working on the winter, it was fine. The long sleeve crop tops just didn't really work for me because it's like if it's cold and I need a long sleeve, I don't really want like a crop top. And then I don't want my belly out. Yeah. And then unless you have like no tummy or anything, the leggings are might like roll a little bit. At least they rolled on me. This is my personal experience. They like rolled a little bit on me. And then the top, like whenever I would do like arm exercises, it would lift up. And so the mm. collar part would kind of like stick 
up. And then I would just like constantly have to adjust it. And when I'm working out, I kind of just don't want to like have to deal with fixing my leggings or fixing my top. You know, I, I just kind of wanted to be like totally. one and done, and you know, in and out. Totally. But those sold really well on both Macari and Poshmark, I will say. Interesting. Yeah. The real tea. Yeah, it helped that the colors I had were actually sold out online. So I think I think that's probably one of the reasons I was able to sell them for close to what I bought them for. Okay. So I think those are the pros and cons. I I definitely would recommend listing on both because and I list them for the same price. I don't try to adjust for like the twenty percent like different like the twenty percent Poshmark um, fee mm-hmm. because it's just I don't have time for that. Because <laughs> part of me like just wants to get rid of it. Oh, and, totally. Like, so you know if I can sell it for like any sort of money, then I'm pretty happy with it. Yeah, because that's the other thing I feel like about, like, thinking that, oh, I'm going to clean my closet, but I'm going to, like, do double duty. I'm going to sell these things online. Your closet will never be clean because those things will be waiting in a pile to be sold. And it will just weigh on you. Yeah. The hardest part is taking the pictures. That's probably the (laughs) most time-consuming part, is taking the pictures and then writing descriptions. But once you have the description written in one app, you can just copy and paste it to the other. How long does it take you to like craft the perfect post? I'm so slow. So I think I spent like an entire afternoon listing like 15 items. Oh, but that's 15 items. I know. And then like my phone was like about to die. (laughs) Did it give you one of those like overheating? Um, didn't get that, but it definitely felt a little hot, you know? (laughs) She was getting a workout. Yeah. You really came through with all of the real pro tips. Yeah, I'm trying to help our listeners here, you know, get that extra cash. That's right. But I will say, do not fall into the trap of influencers telling you that Mm. it is easy to sell things because it is not that easy. You might have to wait like a couple of weeks, a couple of months to like for things to sell. And I think the reason influencers have such an easy time is because they have a following. So Mm. people just want their stuff in general. Yeah. I wouldn't have high expectations of like, <laughs> I'm going to sell everything in my closet in one week. You yeah. Know? Yeah, yeah, totally. I feel like I watch a lot of like YouTubers where like they'll have a vlog and it's like every single vlog. They're like, oh, I'm just stopping by the post office because I made another sale on Poshmark. I'm like, cool, yeah. cool, cool, cool. Yeah, I think the reason I got into it was because I was like just out of college and I like wanted some extra money. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of influencers like were posting like how to make extra money on the side or like make a thousand dollars a week extra, <laughs> you know, like those like yeah total. I don't want to say like scams, but like what are they called? Like it's like clickbaity. Clickbait, yeah, yeah. And I totally fell into it. Um, so. I fall for them every time with, like, great regularity. And then the other apps that I don't sell on is Depop. That's really the only app that I haven't gotten into. And I think because I'm too old. I'm too old and I'm too... And I'm not... I'm not motivated enough to be on Depop. Because it's so competitive or, like, fast-paced or, like, there's just too many Gen Zers out there. 
I think it's that, and it's it's too like Poshmark and Mercari. You can post anything. Mm-hmm. You know, I post makeup. I've sold makeup. I've sold like random stuff. I've sold shoes and everything. Mm-hmm. But Depop is really like a curated boutiquey feel type okay. place. So like people have themes, reworked items, which I think is really cool, and I think it's like a really cool place for artists to like sell their things. Yeah. But like the theme of my store would be like I'm a millennial and I should not have bought this. Like I don't know. <laughs> yes, I have like, regrets and here yeah. they are. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. I feel like when I was a teenager, that was like my hobby on the side where I thought that I was gonna have this bustling business going to thrift stores. You know, I think around that time when we were teenagers, like you were seeing a lot of young women who were going to thrift stores, finding like really interesting pieces and then selling them on ebay and like having a vibrant life doing that yeah (laughs) and so i thought that was gonna be me and i think that my days of shopping in a thrift store are over because it's just like sensory overload i go in there i touch everything i walk out my hands smell and then Mm -hmm. i come home with my stuff and then i think i'm gonna rework it and like guess what it's not flattering on anybody (laughs) and i tried to sell all that stuff on etsy big fail big fail (laughs) so I feel like you know those days are done for me like Depop I can't do that I used to spend a lot of time shopping on Depop also a mistake because I would like buy things that were faulty and not even know it and like they were dumb things too like I bought a watch the watch could never keep time (laughs) yeah I think I've aged out of Depop (laughs) unfortunately plus i feel like people have like aesthetics and and the photos really matter Mm. i feel like the photos for poshmark or mercari are they can be a little bit janky if you need them to be you know like they don't have to be i've seen some that are like blurry and i'm like really (laughs) so but i feel like for depop you know for selling clothes like i've seen a lot of people like wear the clothes and i just i you know i'm selling them for i'm selling this for a reason i don't want to wear it anymore yeah (laughs) yeah exactly like you won't be seeing that here yeah but talking about thrifting yeah um i feel like this kind of goes well with what are we buying because my (laughs) first thing is actually consignment from where okay so through quarantine i found out that there are a ton of instagram accounts Mm-hmm. for luxury bags, luxury shoes. Ooh. And I was like, huh, this is interesting. I always have this idea of like when I go thrifting that I'm going to find like a Chanel bag that's going to be like <laughs> in pristine oh. condition and it's going to be like at the right price and it's going to be great. And it's just, it's 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 a no. Like for the, the, for the people that found great things, like good for you, I'm not that lucky. Yeah. I found these like consignment handles that are awesome and i actually bought a purse and it was you know at a good price it was barely used it came with all of the tags everything and the best part was i didn't have to pay shipping i didn't have to pay tax because they were shipping it from florida the tax is basically like 10 percent. yeah so like you could have bought a bonus item for that yeah you could have you could have bought like a keychain you know right It was such a good experience. It was really easy. The people I bought it from were super helpful. They like provided any extra like photos that I wanted. I want to have fun with like fashion again. I think after being cooped up at home for like over a year, wearing just like sweatpants and sweatshirts every day, 
I kind of want to like jazz it up and I'm not like I'm not a huge like trendy person when it comes to clothes mm-hmm. but I feel like I always like to add something with like my accessories mm-hmm. so I just think you know if you're going to invest your money in something or you know like splurge on something a purse is a really great place to do that if you want to like treat yourself you know it was it was a very seamless experience and I recommend people check it out yeah support small businesses like I don't know yeah <laughs> yeah there were these um two sisters crushing it so and there's a bunch of them amazing on instagram are we gonna plug any of these it was season two consign okay and it's the number two you can find them on instagram What great points you make. I totally agree, like, on all, everything you said. And the thing, of the point you said about, like, wearing color. I spent the last 10 years of my life in black t-shirts. And I'm like, for what? For what? Why did I do that? (laughs) I just want to live out loud now. I just want to have a good time. Yeah, and I think for the summer, you know, you can have, like, a very simple outfit. But then if you have, like, a bright green bag or like a yellow bag or an orange bag or a pink bag I think it just like makes it so much more fun yeah so I feel like you can have fun with it you know totally buying those things secondhand it it puts a little like pressure off of like oh my god I spent Mm -hmm. this much money on something I have to wear it Mm. and and, like if you can buy it secondhand it's probably way to go Yeah, but just ask for lots of pictures. (laughs) Ask for lots of pictures. You heard it here. I think now is probably the time. Oh, my gosh, it's been 43 minutes. Um, (laughs) We need to wrap this show up, get this show off of the road. Normally, I cheers to things at the end. So shall we cheers to our first episode together? Yes, I love it. Our first episode. What else? Cheers to the summer and like us being able to like hang out again okay yes cheers i'm like lifting my empty glass (laughs) i have my like water jug (laughs) and cheers to wearing more color yes yeah definitely well thanks for joining me on today's episode of giving you everything if you liked what you heard let us know how you feel about it you have questions about selling things buying things looking at things online let us know at giving you podcast at gmail.com and leave us a rating at apple podcast it means a lot i'll talk to you guys next week talk to you next week yes all right bye bye